Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you on the program Watch Therefore. What can we do when increasingly there's no place to hide from evil and wickedness? Well, there's a special psalm that helps us answer that question that we're going to look at today. But first, a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in our great risen Savior, Messiah Jesus' name, please bless this special time we have together, Father, and please bless everyone watching today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Psalm 11 is so important for us in this hour. And so let's look at it today. Let's begin in verse 1. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. Well, folks, one of the things we know is that by grace, in this hour, we can grow in our faith. We will learn to more deeply trust in the Lord. Psalm 37 says it this way. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. In the days ahead, as the wicked all over the world increasingly target the righteous in Messiah Jesus, like a bird hunted by bow and arrow, we will learn to trust in the Lord like never before as we refuse to participate in wickedness and instead seek after our Lord Jesus with our whole heart. Increasingly, we will be hated by this aggressively wicked world. Isn't that what our master told us? Listen to his words in the Gospel of John. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But here's some good news. We have something that overcomes the world. John speaks at it, about it in 1 John chapter 5. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. 
So let's read from Psalm 11 again and continue on to verse 3. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? When everything from the foundations of marriage, family, sanctity of human life in the womb, education, government, arts and entertainment, sports and everything else have all become corrupt and anti-Christ. When even much of what we've called church and congregational worship of our Heavenly Father, His only begotten Son, our Savior Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, when much of what we knew that is the bedrock of our faith is in shambles. And what do we do? What do we do? And that's where we are now, folks. So many Bible prophecies regarding that which could only take place in the final generation of this age are flying off the Bible's pages. All that we knew is being uprooted and turned upside down. Everything evil is being called good, and that which is good is being called evil. We are seeing and will continue to see things we've never seen before. This will be the strangest, most bizarre time you could ever imagine. 20 years ago, I would tell people that in five years, you won't recognize America. And then things would change dramatically in that five years. Then I would say, in two years or three years, the same thing. And, and things would change dramatically in that time. Now, I'll say, today, do I not only not recognize America, but that for God's mercy, what we're looking at today will not be the same very soon. It will be another dimension of evil and wickedness, but for a miracle. And most are so blind, even in church, they don't know what they're looking at when they see it. They can't see that the final global world empire of Daniel 7 and Revelation chapters 13 through 18 is rising up all around us right now. The Bible says it is the most fierce of all other empires of history. At its evil antichrist spirit core, it must attempt to exalt evil and suppress righteousness and destroy the foundations of anything remotely good. Uh, the Apostle John can, uh, has this to say in 1 John chapter 4. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. When he makes reference to saying uh, the spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh or not, that pertains directly to Gnosticism, which uh, the Apostle John was, was directly talking about and exposing at that point. But then he writes about the Antichrist spirit in the world, and, and then the man who is the Antichrist, who will come very shortly. Things will culminate in this generation with the man of sin, the Antichrist, who will take these 
evil, dramatic changes we've already seen in America and all over the world. And, and he will take these to a new, even more sinister evil. Direct Satan worship. We see him, this Antichrist, in the Bible during the tribulation as he will briefly rule over the world and persecute to death those who receive Messiah Jesus after the rapture during the seven-year tribulation. We will already be with the Lord, having been caught up to that place He has been preparing for us. Look at Daniel chapter 7. Speaking of the Antichrist, He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times and law. The, then the saints shall be given into His hand for a time and times and half a time. That's the last three and a half years of the tribulation. And, and I'm going to read a Revelation 13 passage in a moment. But first let me say, and this will help us understand it. In Revelation 12, 9, we see that the dragon in the book of Revelation is Satan. Also, in the book of Revelation, the beast makes reference to the man who's the Antichrist. And also, the beast makes, makes reference to the global Antichrist empire over which he rules, depending on the context. Okay? Having said that, let's look at Revelation 13, 4. So they worship the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who is able to make war with him? And so what we see is that during the tribulation, and this is very clear in the book of Revelation, I just gave you a couple passages for time's sake. So we see here the, the whole evil globalist society, except for just a very, very small percentage, will be directly worshiping Satan and the Antichrist. See, that's where the evil of this generation that we're seeing right now, this is where it's headed, folks. It's headed to a global society directly worshiping Satan and the Antichrist. Yet guess what? I have some good news to the question, what can the righteous do? I have some very good news to answer that question in just a moment. And so when I come back, get ready to, yes, here's some bad news, but there's really good news that overwhelms the bad news. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel. 
making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Once again, here at the new year, we're offering our special Messianic Hebraic calendars with a gift of any amount to our ministries, Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. These beautiful calendars have special pictures of Israel, Bible verses, and Hebraic teaching and Feast of the Lord dates as they pertain to our faith in Messiah Jesus. Just make out your check or online giving to one of these three ministries and write calendar in the memo or notes section and we will send out your special calendar for the new year. And finally, I'd like to share a couple Bible passages with you that have changed my life and blessed me tremendously. Psalm 41, blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. Proverbs 19, he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. Through our ministries, Watch Therefore and Poured Out for the Nations, we have deep relationships with reliable, godly men who minister to the poor in India, two pastors in Kenya, a ministry in Rwanda, and also Burundi. These all work faithfully and directly with some of the poorest people you can imagine, sharing the gospel and helping them in the name of Messiah Jesus with food and other essentials. There are special promises the Lord keeps for those who consider the poor. As the Holy Spirit leads you to stand on these promises, join us by designating on your check or the notes section online, the poor. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. We've been looking at Psalm 11 and also prophetic scenarios on the horizon through other Bible passages. Let's review read what we've seen already in Psalm 11 verses 1 through 3. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? 
Well, again, number one, we trust in the Lord, our God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As we consider, like the psalmist writes, the increasing targeting from the wicked against the righteous in Messiah Jesus, as we understand the Bible prophecy scenarios and where this is all headed, we left off with a question. As all that is good in the world is being uprooted and replaced with all that is evil, what can the righteous in Messiah Jesus do? Hallelujah. And let's continue. The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids test the sons of men. We see in the book of Revelation and other places, including this passage, the Jehovah, our God the Father, and our Lord Jesus sit on our Father's throne. Jehovah the Holy Spirit, amongst other things, is burning through the lampstand, the menorah in heaven. He's watching and testing all things that will determine final and eternal matters for each person on earth. A word the Lord will never say is, oops, or, hmm, how did that happen? He is sovereign. He is in control, and he, it's not that he has a plan. He has the plan. We can understand the ways of the Lord for his people under attack from the wicked as we look at the next verse. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the one who loves violence his soul hates. Let's continue through verse 7. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire and brimstone, and a burning wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. His countenance beholds the upright. First see that the Lord tests the righteous. Will you humbly trust me? Will you follow me? Will you submit your ways to my ways? Will you love and trust me even in times of trouble? We can trust his words like this, for example, from Psalm 34. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. When we know the Lord from the Bible, not from modernized, watered-down, seeker-sensitive, user-friendly Christianity, we see that the Lord hates the wicked and those who love violence. Psalm 5 says, The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. And so the wicked, those who are not yet born again, in Messiah Jesus, they can experience His love, His grace, His mercy, and forgiveness, or reject Him and experience His perfect hatred and wrath, not soiled like man's hatred from sinful and corrupted motives. The wrath of man cannot achieve the righteousness of God. Remember that the Lord said that He loved Jacob but hated Esau. That's in Romans 9.13. And listen to John 3.36. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. How much more those who hate the righteous and love violence, the extremely wicked. You see, it's not we in Messiah Jesus who have anything to worry about. It's those who hate us and our Savior who truly have something to be worried about. The Lord describes himself in this way in the book of Deuteronomy. 
Therefore know that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant mercy for a thousand generations with those who love Him and keep His commandments. And He repays those who hate Him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Very soon, the wrath of the Lord will be falling all over this planet. There will not be a place to hide from the wrath of the Lamb. You heard these things from Psalm 11. Now listen to Revelation 6. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, Every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? This is the day of the Lord that is approaching very quickly. We will be caught up to that place the Lord has been preparing for us. Excuse me. Hallelujah. And then this wrath of the Lamb, our Savior Jesus, will begin to fall upon the earth. And if you think that sounds crazy, so sorry. Learn your Bible and open your eyes. Certainly, we will increasingly see testing upon the righteous and pre-tribulation judgments upon the wicked in this time. And then see finally in Psalm 11, the love of the Lord for righteousness. The love of the Lord for righteousness and that His face shines upon the righteous in Messiah Jesus. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the one who loves violence, his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire and brimstone, and a burning wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. His countenance beholds the upright. And this verse 7 reminds me of the ironic benediction in Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Our righteous heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit smiles upon us as we trust him in troubled times, even times filled with adversaries. He smiles as we choose to reject the strong, pull of our sinful flesh or sin nature and instead choose to submit to the Holy Spirit of righteousness in Messiah Jesus. He smiles on us when we hunger and thirst for righteousness. He smiles upon us as we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. He calls us to overcome the world with our faith in Messiah Jesus. And the best news of all, for we who are the righteous in our Savior, we will not be here when this tribulation wrath is falling upon the wicked. And that is our blessed hope. And that's why Titus 2.13 says that grace teaches us to be looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and, and so maybe you've placed your hope in other things. And I'm going to do a program about this. But maybe you've placed your hope in so many other things, even things that are the foundations that are being destroyed. Well, now, reappropriate that hope from where it was to the reality that our Savior is coming for us in the clouds any moment to take us back 
to that place he has been preparing for us. Oh, hallelujah, and oh, hallelujah. Titus 2.13, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. In hope, we're to watch, therefore, and be ready for our Savior Jesus to come for us any moment. Hallelujah and hallelujah. What about you? What about you? I pray there's something you've heard from our time together today that would bring you to a place of encouragement, uh, changing your mind about some things, uh, deciding, yes, that's what I'm going to do. As a disciple of Jesus, Lord, I'm going to more deeply trust in Him and pursue Him and seek after His righteousness in the days ahead. Hallelujah. I pray these things have touched your heart today. And, and maybe you're watching today and these things have put a great concern in your heart and your mind. Am I really saved? Have I really been changed in my heart to trust in the Lord this way, to follow Him, to get my eyes off the events of this world and to get my eyes on this King who's coming for me? Maybe you need to be saved. You need to be born again. What does that mean? You've turned away from your sins, repented, and put your faith in Jesus the Lord to save you, that He died on the cross for your sins, that He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. And, and when you cry out to Him to save you, He'll put His Holy Spirit in you and change your heart and change your mind and give you a new life. Has that really happened to you? Has He really done that in your life? Have you really been forgiven of your sins and given eternal life? Cry out to Him even now, today. Oh, Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. I want to turn away from my ways and, and put my trust and hope and faith in you, Lord Jesus. I know you're alive. You rose from the grave. Please save me today and give me this new life in you, Lord Jesus, this eternal life. Thank you, Father in heaven, for sending Messiah Jesus for me and saving me today. Amen. If you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We'd like to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. What an honor that would be for us. So do that. And there's information you're going to see in just a moment about social media and how you can get in contact with, with us. I'm doing a, a, a short daily manna message uh, about five or six days a week that you can keep up with us and watch that and be encouraged every day through the week. So uh, look at this information that's coming in just a moment. And so Father in heaven, for every viewer who's watching today, I pray that these things from your word would sink deep down into our ears and help us to watch for you, Lord Jesus, to come for us and that we might be ready and that all who are watching today would truly hear these words from you, Lord Jesus. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thank you for our holy time today together, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, amen. So here's how I like to end the program. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us. When? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com that's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.